Heard any good cancer jokes lately? What about AIDS jokes? Yeah, me neither. But want to know what I heard on Twitter? A lot of jokes with OCD, bipolar, ADD, and retard as punchlines. In a moment, I will reveal the top two most common misuses of OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. And now, the top two misuses of OCD. Tweet number one, I have financial OCD. I check my credit report monthly. Tweet number two, I cleaned my kitchen this morning. I'm OCD today. If you wake up very tired, you don't say, gosh, I'm so cancer today. Society does not joke about physical illnesses, but sadly, mental illnesses and disabilities have become punchlines. We've become used to hearing people say, she's so bipolar, she's so ADD, or he's so OCD, and what a retard. This series, in other words, explores what life with these illnesses really feels like. Part one featured an interview with Sarah who graduated high school despite bipolar disorder. Part 2 featured Ellie, who, despite ADHD, is going to be a senior in college. Today we'll hear from a young man who became a lawyer despite OCD. And we'll brainstorm other words besides OCD to describe clean people. My name is Ivan. I'm from Southern California. I am 29. I am a lawyer. What is your education? I have a bachelor's from Northwestern University, a master's from Cambridge University, and a law degree from Harvard Law School. What is your diagnosis? I was not formally diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder. Do you believe you have or had a condition in the past? I believe I had OCD. What were your symptoms? I would be very worried about possessions that I had. When I first had this condition, the objects I worried about were my videotapes. I had a collection of videos stacked away neatly in the television cabinet. I just liked arranging them perfectly, just the way that I had to have them. So I could spend hours doing this every day. When I was not doing this, I would spend even more time worried about whether I had arranged them properly or whether someone touched the videos. It was in middle school. I was probably 13, 14. Moving on to some myths about OCD. When I look at Twitter, most tweets about OCD say things like, I'm OCD about eyeshadow, or I'm OCD about washing my car. How does it make you feel when people toss around the phrase, I'm OCD? I do find it frustrating and annoying. When people joke about diseases like that, they are not giving it the seriousness it deserves. Diseases like cancer and AIDS, people consider them very, very serious illnesses. And that's why you don't hear people making fun of people with those diseases or using the names of those diseases lightly. But you do with obsessive compulsive disorder and other mental illnesses. They kind of become punchlines. Exactly. It just makes it less likely that people take the condition seriously. And it also makes it more 
more likely that someone is less likely to be understanding of someone who has the condition or less receptive of someone who's reaching out for help. It may have the effect of someone who is struggling not getting help. Yes, a person who needs help might hear these things and think my family or my friends just aren't going to take me seriously. So let's brainstorm aloud. What are other words we could use besides OCD to describe someone who is neat? Organized, meticulous, immaculate, tidy. What are some common myths people have about OCD? They're not that different from myths that people have about other mental disorders. Those myths are that these disorders are in the person's own control, that the person can snap out of his or her OCD, or these diseases might even just be in the person's own head. What do you wish people knew about OCD? There are probably people you know, maybe even people that are close to you who have it and who you have no idea have it. People who have the condition generally know these symptoms are not things that they should be feeling and they want more so than anything to get well. I first realized I was different back when I was in middle school. Before when I would clean up my room, I would just do it and not think about it anymore. But when it came to this video collection, I could spend hours just worrying about whether I had arranged the way I liked and I knew there was probably something wrong. My condition did change over time to where I wouldn't necessarily be worried about my videotapes. There would be one target of my worrying at one time. I became very concerned about whether I had closed and locked doors properly. If the door wasn't left exactly the way I remember, then that makes me think that someone might have gone into my room. Did they mess up my thing? How did your parents react to these habits? By telling me to snap out of them. They thought that since I knew there was something wrong, it was also within my power to snap out of it. What do you wish parents of children and young people with OCD knew? Children and adolescents are at a point in their life where they are most likely to exhibit symptoms. Children are also not very likely to talk about their problem. That makes it doubly important that parents be observing and be patient and understanding. What I think a parent should do when they observe obsessive of compulsive tendencies is talk to their child about what they have seen and to let their child know that it's okay to talk would be a very unfortunate situation if a child had to suffer by himself. If a child cannot turn to his mom or dad, there's a very good chance that there wouldn't be anybody the child would feel like he or she could turn to. Did you feel growing up that you had someone you could turn to? <sighs> My brother. Did your brother ever try to get you help? My brother did not try to get me help in the sense that he took me to the doctor, but he was someone who was willing to listen. You didn't write off what I was feeling as something that was in my control. He was more receptive to the fact that what I was undergoing was a real clinical condition. What was it like having OCD in high school? There were times when obsessive thoughts got in the way of many things I wanted to do. It made it hard for me to focus on homework. All I would want to do would be to go and check on my things. Also, I would try to fall asleep, but I would just keep having recurring thoughts. How did OCD affect you in college? Thankfully, obsessive compulsive disorder, I don't think really affected me that much in college. I think that's because when I had OCD in high school, the things that I was worrying about were the material possessions that I had back at home. But then when I went over to college, 
I was immediately removed from that environment. How did you perform in college? I was involved in speech and debate. How far did you advance? I won four state championships. I placed third in the nation. Has OCD ever kept you from doing anything you want to do in life? Thankfully, OCD has not. What is your greatest accomplishment? Helping a pro bono client attain asylum in the United States. He's a homosexual who was persecuted on the basis of his sexual orientation back when he was living in China. He was sexually abused growing up, was made fun of by his family, students at school. He was even arrested when he was in college after the police raided a sauna that he was visiting. The police tortured him. And when he was able to escape to the United States, he sought asylum so he wouldn't be deported, helping him something I found very fulfilling. You are obviously accomplished. You seem to have put OCD behind you. If you could only say one thing to someone listening with OCD, what would it be? One thing I did that others with OCD can do is to pray and give all your burdens to God. It's something that has brought me a lot of peace, knowing there is a higher power out there who cares for you. Despite being the master of the universe, he is invested in your life. He feels your pain. But when it feels like there might be no one else to turn to, give all your cares and worries to him. To conclude, Ivan did not get a formal diagnosis, but that is not a green light to go it alone. To help yourself or someone else, check out the International OCD Foundation at www.ocfoundation.org. According to the foundation, the best treatment for most people with OCD should include one or more of the following four things, a CBT intervention called exposure and response prevention, a properly trained therapist, medicine, and family support and education. Remember, language is a powerful tool. Transform your words, restore compassion, stop the stigma. In the next podcast, part four, we'll talk to someone whose brother has cerebral palsy. We'll discuss the word retard. Until then, you can always hear other podcasts on the FlipSwitch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash FlipSwitch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Until next time, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to FlipSwitch.